outside of the obvious, I mean, just been just been really trying to cope with everything. Um, you know, I, I my wife and I went to dinner last night. We very rarely ever go on a date night. I got into her thoughts and feelings about the whole George George Floyd tragedy. So, I mean, the focus quickly shifted to what to to our own thoughts about what the world can look like for our two sons. Um, we started discussing, you know, really intent things like, you know, considering this, do we need to uh, expedite the talk? And I'm not talking about uh, birds and bees here. But do we need to expedite the talk? Um, you know, my oldest is six. My youngest is two. I don't expect my youngest to understand, but I'm a firm believer in you start you start talking about it. And as they grow and develop these thoughts, you know, kind of kind of mature in them, kind of like racism. Um, <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> Man, that's so crazy to me. It's just like it's like that's. That's not a conversation I mean, I think, I mean, even just being brown, like we, my mom and I had a sim, like not even close to being a similar conversation. Like we had a conversation about like, hey, our conversation was closer to like, hey, like things are going to, things are going to be tougher for you to like get recognized. Um, So you got to work extra hard. But the, the sheer survival part of it was never even on the table. Mm. And so I can't even imagine like what that conversation has to be like for somebody who's 12, 13 years old, let alone, I mean, your son's not even at that point yet, you know? Right. So it's like, where did you guys land? Like, So, so you know, we, we, we ultimately agreed that maybe now is too young just because we value the bit of innocence that they that they are entitled to as kids. And, you know, it's this is going to sound weird, but just walk with me here. We don't think ultimately we didn't think it was fair to introduce them to the real world now. <laughs> like yeah. that, that, that is just so crazy for me to even say, because who yeah. knows how that how it can shape how they go, you know, how they grow, how they develop, what their thoughts are and things like that. And we don't really want to rob them of that right now. So. The the one one thing she and I agree with is we've got to we've got to have a more keen eye to things like this and be ready because you know I I'm a I'm a firm believer that this is not the last of this we're gonna see this is not the last of racially trying incidents that you know my family's gonna be faced with so um, she and I have to do our due diligence to make sure we are aware and that we provide some per, some level of protection. For them while we can and there's going to come a point and, it, and I think it's going to be younger than when my parents had to sit down and talk with me to when they're going to start asking questions and then hopefully with she and I being prepared we'll be able to come in give that share that knowledge that we have and really start to prepare them for what the world's going to look like for them so can you um I'm super curious like can you go back to like when you had to have that conversation with your parents? Like, absolutely. What what was um like? I'm sh like, were you aware of the issues prior to the conversation? Like, how did you how did your perspective of the world change afterwards? Like, can you just like walk me through like the before and after that that talk? Man, can I give you a crazy but real story? Please to kind of answer your question. Um, I've got a I've got a sister that's one year older than me, so. Um, anyway, I was, I was 15, I uh, just got my permit 
and uh, my sister and I were driving. We were going, <laughs> showed you how old I am. We were actually racing to get to Blockbuster <laughs> to return hey. the VHS <laughs> before the expiration. <laughs> I that. And so uh, I was begging her to drive, and she was like, "Let me get us to Blockbuster, and then once we get to, once, we get, once we get to Blockbuster, we'll trade out and you drive home." So uh, did that, and do I hop in the driver's seat? I lean it all the way back. I got the music blasting, right? Dude, we pull out of we pull out of this blockbuster parking lot, not even 10 seconds, flashing lights. So um, you know, Damn. this is for, for yeah, for context, this is a 1989 Chevrolet Blazer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is circa 1997-98. Um, so we get pulled over. Um, I got the music going. Right. I'm I'm just I'm oblivious. I'm like, man, you know, I must have been speeding, whatever. So I got the music going. Cop comes to the door. He's like, uh, sir. And I, I think he I think he even said, sir, he said, sir, can you turn your music down? And dude, I snap back at him. I'm like, man, I can hear you just fine. <laughs> and so my sister grabs my arm. I'll never forget this. She grabs my arm and she's like, turn the music down. Now, now why she didn't just turn it down herself? I don't know. <laughs> But she grabs my arm. She looks me down now. She says, turn the music down now. So I'm like, dang, chill. So I went, you know, turned it down. And uh, I asked the officer just with all boldness. I was like, hey, man, why'd you pull us over? <laughs> you know, just, this is how wild I was, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, you yeah. know, you're 15. You know how it is when you're 15. You know, you don't think about anything. Like, hey, man, why'd you, tur- uh, why'd you pull us over? And he's like, well, I need to see your license. And so um, I showed him my permit and I was like, hey, my sister's license. I just got my permit. This is cool. Da, da, da. And um, give it to him. And he's, he's, you know, he's really cool about it. But he was just like, um, I'm going to run back to the car. I guess run everything. Da, da, da. So he comes back. I was like, sir, sir, I need you. I need you to tell me why you pulled me over. And so <laughs> he leads over and looks at my sister. And she and he was like, um, ma'am, you need to drive. Uh, your brother needs to sit in the passenger seat. And so, dude, I start getting heated. I can drive. The law says that with a permit, I have to be in the car with a license. And I start, and I'm yelling. Yeah, you started cleaning your shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Lawyer Ronnie came out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Again, 15 years old. Uh, So my sister, my sister takes her seatbelt off, reaches over, grabs me by the shirt. We're, We're like, nose to nose she says get out of the driver's seat do whatever this man tells you to do and shut up (laughs) and so i'm looking at her like what is you on yeah what the hell (laughs) so so i'll I'll never forget this man um i go to unlock the door and as soon as i put my hand on the on the you know on the door handle to open it he reaches puts his hands on it on his tool or whatever yeah and so I, I i panic i'm like whoa slow down so i turn I, I look at my sister and i'm like i don't know what to do right now and so I, I turn back and look at the cop and he said you're cool you know i'm doing this for my for my safety and yours never forget that and dude that's when i'm starting to realize like something is happening yeah. so i get out the i get out the car super slowly go to the passenger side whatever thankfully my sister is able to resolve the situation. Um, we got pulled over because uh, 
I turned out a blockbuster without turning the blinker on. But I know it was for the loud music. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah. You're <laughs> so, excited, so, though. You probably yeah, did. Yeah. You're probably just whipping that around. Yeah, yeah dude. I was listening to some, yeah. uh, some Twister, some uh, adr- adrenaline rush, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's showing my age here. But no, nah, but so that, so that when, we, when we get in the car, my sister didn't say anything to me. And uh, we get home and my sister just lets, I mean, she unleashes on me like, you cannot do that. You don't understand. You, you put your life in danger. Da, 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 da. And I'll never forget my mom comes in. She's trying to figure out what happened. And my sister tells her everything. And then I could sense my mom's, my mom's whole being just shift because she knows it's time. So uh, my mom says, Ronnie, go to your room, get comfortable, come back down to the table. We have to talk. And I'm just thinking, what is happening? Like, I'm thinking I'm from another planet. Like, what is going on? And we sat down at the dinner table that night. And then she she broke everything down to me, dude. And you talk about a night that I couldn't sleep. Just, just you know, really starting to be OCD about, you know, when the next time I get pulled over, how I'm supposed to act and the reasons why. And I w- it was just it was just a reality for me that, you know, up until that point in my life, I'm just living young, wild and free. And now I'm just kind of like, nah, man, if I, if I, if I want to survive, I got to play a different game, you know? <laughs> and I hate to say mm-hmm. it like that, but I can't, I can't continue to bring that energy to law enforcement officials because if I come across the wrong one. Yeah. So it's game over. Yeah. I hope that answers your question. It's just crazy that like your, 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 your perception of the world was this like free world of like that you can do anything the authority has your back and wants to like is only look looking out for you that's all kind of just shattered in like an evening and it's mm-hmm. like yeah. and i think i told i told you the story that um i told you this like the story that happened to me like at my at my at my mom's house when like Ironically, my 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 black neighbor called the called the cops on me, like <laughs> breaking into story my car. Crazy man, this, yeah. But like the story of like, you know, I was play. I I rushed into the house. I didn't even close the garage because, you know, I had to take a shit. Like honestly, like I'm not. It's not even for humor. Like genuinely, like ran in. I, it was like in the middle of college. I was like, I gotta get in this bitch. I gotta take care of business, and then just being my flighty self. You know, I just started playing video games after the fact. Like, di- forgot about the car, forgot about the garage. My neighbor calls the cops on my house because it looks like somebody just, like, got in there and is messing around because, like, the car door was still open. I think the keys were still inside, like, when I looked at it. But basically, like, cops came inside of the house with, like, their guns out and was, like, searching it. And then they, f- I come out of my room. I'm like, what, like? Because I looked out the window and I saw a cop car. I was like, oh, I wonder what's happening. And when I see them in my house and then they point the gun at me and my pants are on my, on my ankles because I, I came out of the bathroom into my bedroom. You know, I'm, just, I'm by myself. It doesn't matter. And I was trying to put some clothes on. And then they got this gun in my face. And it's crazy to me that it never occurred to me that I could, something could happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and and it's crazy that like, the difference between just like brown and black right now is like that big of a divide. I feel like I'm talking too much for this, for this whole situation, but like, I just, what I can't believe either is that like, you're also told that 
if you work hard enough, if you like press enough against the obstacles and you make things happen for your life so that you're at a better position class-wise, that things could be different. So it's like, is that a lie too? The whole American dream? Because then if you're still like, if you're still kind of like pressing forward and you're working hard and all this stuff, but then all this systemic stuff, like it's not gonna, it's not, it doesn't go away. Well, I, I don't, I don't think it's a total lie. I mean, you, I, you've, I've never invited you my, to my house, which is my fault. Cause you're a friend of mine, but um, I look at where we live and uh, I look at my wife, number one, who, who, I mean, she, she did work hard. Now, has she had to work harder than some of her dental constituents? I believe so. Um, does she still have to work harder than them? I believe so. Were things handed to her like they were for them? Not necessarily. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think it's, I think some, some artifacts of the American dream still are there for, uh, for people of color, but I just think the road to get there is a little more, Winding, a little more winding, yeah, yeah, more, more, a little rougher terrain, and uh, and and I'll give you an example, man. Um, you know, at a at a residency, uh, my wife's a dentist. Um, at a residency, my wife had dreams of just starting her own practice, and um, she she kind of got conditioned over years of being in dental school that this is the way you do it. You need to go talk to this guy. He's going to tell you where to build. He's going to tell you where not to build. He's going to tell you how many patients you're going to see. Da 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 da. And so my wife was like, okay, I want this area of town. And for her to be told, nah, nah, you're not going to build there. And really not give any reasons why. But then two classes after her, you see, you see a uh, Caucasian male build in that same area where my wife had initially intended to build. And he's doing crazy. Now, now my doing crazy in a good way uh, in terms of business. Um, now my my wife is in a is in an okay area. I mean, we're not hurting, thankfully. But I just I just we assess those two things, and it's kind of like, oh, oh yeah, it's clear yeah, like day. Yeah, yeah, and and it was it was so funny because you're kind of blind to better? it initially. What's that? Like, were his grades better? Like, was he a better student? Oh no, like, no, no. Yeah, so, so yeah. But, I mean, no, my wife was number my wife's number two in her class. She's chief resident. You know all that this dude, this dude, like I mean, and nothing against anybody that that you know no, goes to dental not, school and residency, but it's not like he was achieving at that level, you know. Yeah, no, so, I, so it's clear as day why. Yeah, we don't have to say it, like right, <laughs> right. And, and but that's you, what you I know, mean. Cost, it's okay. Oh, if I could, if I could say this, and you know, I heard this, I heard this in a Rick Ross Jay Z track, but. You know, people, people, there are a lot of people that wonder, like, why, why people that look like me, you know, when they do achieve some level of success, why it's such a big deal? Why, why we got to get gold chains? Why we got to get J's? Why we got to get the fly whip? You know, because we, <laughs> we had to really grind to yes. get that. You know what I'm saying? And, and certain, yeah. certain members of society want to downplay that. And it's like, dude, if you understood what that individual had to do to achieve that, which is a microcosm of the success you probably achieved, you'd probably understand it. So I just just, just had to say that. No, I, I totally feel that because it's like uh, they, they always make the joke of like, oh, like you shouldn't have to like 
act like you shouldn't have to like look like you're rich like you should just be rich or something like that it's like but you don't understand that mark zuckerberg dressed in a black like shirt every day or whatever to what he is now like yo that dude went to harvard like you don't just get into harvard without understanding money to a certain extent like you know jay-z did not go to harvard like like (laughs) like rick ross like he felt poverty and so like you kind like i understand wanting to taste it a little bit like believe me like you know i get it so so it's like it's not the same like it's not the same experience and i think that's my problem it's like all the stuff that it and 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 thank god i've cleaned up my facebook feed and like instagram (laughs) feed over the past couple years i don't see any bullshit on there no one's saying any dumb stuff but like I know there are people that are like, well, he he might have been doing something wrong, according to George Floyd, right? But it's like, uh, okay, and it, but but my problem with that is, even if he was, is anybody worth dying for anything? Like, is anybody like worth being murdered for any crime? Like, do you believe in capital punishment? And if so. Do you believe in capital punishment without due process? You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. if you if your answer is is yes to either one of those, first off, you're a piece of shit. Like like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're a piece of shit. If you right. believe in capital pro- punishment and you call yourself a Christian, that's bullshit too. But also, if you call yourself and a lot of the, there's a lot of overlap there, Ronnie. You know that. There's a lot of overlap between Hardcore Christians and believing that you can kill somebody for their crimes. But then also, like, if, if you believe the capital punishment without due process, then then you're also shitting on America and what you believe, like, why we even seceded from the great nation of Great Britain. You know what I mean? Like, so that we can have our own rules, our own due process and stuff like that. And nothing in there says we can just be, like, lopping off people's heads no matter what. Right. You know? And so... But there's people that are like, well, what if what if he did something wrong? Like he he put himself in that position. At no point do you get to endanger somebody's life for I think for anything. Like just morally, like what I can't even believe like I think I think even the the issue was over like a fake twenty dollar bill a or something. Twenty dollars, like dude. Twenty dollars. I'm telling you, like the the thing, like like I said, like the gap between like black and brown right now that I'm experiencing is that does not happen to me over twenty bucks. Mm. Like it's not even a, and and you know I'm like a scrawny Asian kid that you know you're probably like oh he's probably got a great future in math like he's he might be like an engineer or some shit. So so what does that mean? Does that mean that I have like more value to you? But it's like, but then how do you also say that we're all equal? Like, mm-hmm. so just are you gonna admit that you don't feel that we're all equal? Because it's those same people that are fighting for what America means that you know everybody's equal here, everyone's got the same shot. But then you don't even want to live. You don't even want to play by the same competition rules as everybody else. You want the advantage, like. That's not real meritocracy to me. So that's what I, I guess that's where I'm like getting at. It's like that, that that version of America feels more and more like an illusion as all this stuff mm. like comes to light that these same people that, and I, and I'm not even just talking about white people, like 
you know, like there's people of color that believe this. There's people of like my color that believe this, like mine my too. race. Mine too. Yeah. That That's like, real. and so it's like, I'm not just saying, yo, white people, like there, there, there are these beliefs that are perpetuated by people of color too, that, that, yeah, you, you can, you can get far, you can keep working and but if we're not all but to me it's like if you're not really all playing by the same rules if you're not all playing by the same like if you don't have the same playing field then how much of a winner are you really like how much of like impact are you really making if you're so much farther ahead in the game than somebody else like mm, right. i don't know I, I, that's weakness to me like i i, I can't even i'm trying to like formulate my thoughts around that but i'm getting i feel like i'm getting closer you know what i mean it's like do you, it's do you think it's based out of fear absolutely i can think i absolutely think it's based out of fear because you're afraid that if if you don't have a leg up you might not really make it but to me again like that's where the weakness comes from it's like it comes out of like that feeling that one that insecurity that you if you're not if you don't have all the advantages, you might not win. And if you don't win, that means you're, you failed in life or something like that. But to me, I think what's funny about that, about that idea is that it's usually held by the same people that preach that America is this meritocracy. You know, it's this like place where, like I said, like if you work super hard, if you, do all the right things. If you do all the right things, if you're like this moral upstanding person that you'll, you'll, you'll get far in life. But, and then they believe that like, it's some sort of like competition. I mean, cause what's also ingrained in America is this like very capitalistic, like nature. Right. And so the, these same people that like preach that language, that's preach that, that philosophy are the same people that want to keep people of color down because then then they can get the leg up, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you really want to win on like do you, like to me I think it's 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 whack to say like if we played basketball and and then I beat you but I had 15 points as a I was up 20 already with um with a handicap like, did I really win? Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're both able-bodied, about the same height. Like, I'm better than you. Have a better jump shot, you know. Like, and I still, I'm still up twenty to start, and then I beat you. Like, can I look you in the eye and say I really won? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like that. I think that's what my issue is right now with like this like cognitive dissonance between those type of people that believe that kind of thing and then they're also defense that uh, of like this whole like oh well well maybe george floyd did something wrong that like got him in that position it's like nah dude because it, it shouldn't matter because you know for a fact that you you would not be in that situation if you had a fake 20 dollar bill you know right. it right you know what i mean like, cause I know I wouldn't and I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even wealthy and I'm not, and I'm not white. And I know for a fact I wouldn't be in that on the, on my, on my stomach like that. 
Yeah. And, you know, I had, I had um, a, a guy I grew up with ask me this. He, and it was so funny, I didn't even think of it. But he's like, so you mean to tell me George Floyd can go in and be allegedly use a counterfeit 20 and then his family not get to see him again? But we can go to South Carolina to where Dylan Roof came in and killed nine people in the church. Mm-hmm. And his family still gets to see him. They even mm-hmm. put a bulletproof vest on this dude when taking him in custody. Like, I need for somebody to explain to me what the difference is here. Even though you and I know, but I need mm-hmm. somebody with, with an opposing belief system to make sense of that for me. Yep. And I'm, I'm willing to listen. <laughs> but, but these are some of the harsh realities. It's just like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine. And just disclaimer, I don't feel like I have it in my heart to take another person's life. I don't, I don't care how mad I get. I'm not saying I can't. I just I don't feel like I have it in my heart. But I think about it's probably like, for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in my heart, what what if something goes on here and I and I make up in my mind that it's okay to go in and kill nine people in a church? What does my fate look like? Do I get a day in court? Odds are I don't. <laughs> you know? No, you don't. I don't you think know? you get out of that church. Yeah. Yeah. So like somebody needs to explain to me the difference, you know? Yeah. But it's also anyway. it it's I I don't even and I'm asking think, for answers that I'll never get. <laughs> let me say, let me man. just say that. No, I'm not trying to, I'm not even trying to answer that, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause again, like we know why, but it's how people, how like, it's so rooted in, in the history of how, how Africans even came to America, how black culture got created even like it's, I mean, obviously you can speak to it a lot. Like, more succinctly and clearly than I can. But from, from my outsider's perspective, like if, if a country sees a certain type of person as, as less as like the equivalent of animals, it's very tough to rip that out of the DNA. Mm. Like, in a couple centuries, like mm. in a century, like <laughs> no. not even two centuries, my dude. Like it feels like, I, isn't it true that there's some people whose like grandparents were slaves still? Absolutely, like, like, it's that close. And like, and and I think of like the family traumas that I have, and how some of them still pass on generationally. Like, I think there's something spiritual about that, you know, like, like something a little bit more like metaphysical that's happening there. And so, and, and it, it, like it, those kind of traumas like reoccur in my life and in my sister's life and in my cousin's lives from like two generations before, like, it's not crazy for me to believe that all these things are still happening to black people because of this, like of those generational traumas that are happening due to slavery and stuff. And then on the same thing that that's happening to like to white people and, and other people in, in, in with more privilege, like if you feel this certain way about this certain, these like set of people, that shit, like whether you want it or not, like can pass down to your, to, to your descendants. Like whether if it's like, through the, like the language you use at home, 
Um, Cause even if I think about it, like the way even my mom would talk about um, other Filipino people, like to me, when we don't even live in the Philippines anymore, we live in America. It, of course, it like kind of altered like how I how I think of like the other. Because uh, in the Philippines, there's like, I don't know if you know this. There's like over like a hundred different languages, and like, no. there's like a fuck ton of islands. So it's like it's very regionalistic, and so like even in my culture, like, I have these like weird biases against other regions of this country i didn't ever grew up in but it's because like my mom passed that down and so i can't even imagine like if you live in the country and your parents are telling you a certain thing about how these people like like whether it might be like even like uh indirect if like even if it's just like you're at the mall like say you're walking down the summit and like a black family walks up and 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 then you're kind of like hold your purse a little tighter or something those things like like communicate so clearly to children and so I, I can imagine, like, how it's so hard to rip that feeling and that, like, belief about black people from, like, the United States DNA when it's so ingrained that to look at black people as, like, like a sub, like, subhuman almost, you know? Like, you're just here to, like, provide culture and labor, like... You know what I mean? Like, right. I and inter- entertain, entertain me and then go, go do whatever. And then yeah. go away. Right. Like shut up and dribble, <laughs> you know? But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that's the thing that's like really, um, I've been, I've been really like chant, like, uh, processing a lot the past couple of days, like how, how severe, like the difference in, in, um, in in macro stature i guess like there even is between like me and you and it didn't really hit me as hard two weeks like before the aubrey ahmad thing Uh, arbery ahmad ahmad arbery yeah ahmad arbery like it like started like really like nip at my like 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 really poke at my heart like yo man that dude was just running like, you know, and even if he was looking around the house, like, okay, you don't get to die for that. Cause the amount of times, bro, the amount of times like this past quarantine where I've like walked around the summit with my dog and like, I'll peek into like stores, hardcore, like looking in there. Like, it could, wow. You could think like, yo, this will, this will like is planet. And I'm doing that shit every day. Every day, I'm like, oh, what's what's got what's Lululemon got in this bitch? <gasps> like, you know what I mean? Hands like, on I, the my, glass, uh, period. Yeah, not Ooh, once in security. I, I would dare. Not once. <laughs> yeah, like security passes by and goes. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, wow. to me, I was like, oh shit, I might not. I should probably should not have been doing that. <laughs> but then, like, I'll be at the Apple Store like this. You know, like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. So, like, because I wouldn't so even dream I'll, of doing that. That's wild. Yeah. Bro, I know. And it wasn't until afterwards I was like, holy hell. Like, 
And then, the, and then the Ahmad stuff happened, and I was just like, "Yo, if that had hap- if that was him, and he just started running after, they would have thought he stole something." And and at the summit, in basically Vestavia Hills. Yeah, pretty much. Which zone for, zone for Birmingham, but still. But come you, on, you know it's, it's is, come yeah. on behind. It's come on, man. Like I can't we even joke. Like I I know where I live. And for all my California friends that are listening to this, it's basically like the equivalent of like uh, Santana Row in like in like San Jose or like um, you know like the Roseville Galleria in Sacramento. It's like that. It's like if I live there and I'm peeking in at you know the Apple Store and it's empty in there and I should not be in the mall. Like that's that's what that's basically what I was doing. So very sus, very sus activity every day, but uh, dude, and then so and so and anyways to come back around like the mod stuff really hit me because it's like yeah, if he was participating in that type of behavior and started to run, it would have been a very different situation. He would not have gotten a salute from the security guy, um, and then now I didn't realize how wide the gap was. Mm. Mm. And like how much I feel like even more like, okay, like what do I do now as another, another person of color who before I thought like I had like, how the fuck can I help? You know? <laughs> <It's> Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, that's the you thing. Know what I mean? That's the thing, Josh, like you are willing to have the conversation. You are willing to listen. It's like, it's hard. It's hard. And I hate to do this, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I feel like you're closer to it than than most, you know? So it's like, I don't want to say you got to pass, but it's just like that, la- that, that, layer of, that layer of comfort is there because I'm like, man, I know this dude is going through some stuff too. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I believe and 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 all of my black friends that you know we've been really active and getting our feelings out about this the one consistent is man if we could just have a conversation if we could just have a, a civil understanding con- con- conversation we're not asking you to fix anything we're not asking you to solve anything we want you to know where we're coming from we want to know where you're coming from that's that's why you see on social media all these um this content about the silence hurts more the silence like nah man like if you if you are white right now and you got feelings about it you need to be speaking up and none of none of this none of this pc stuff you know like you know all lives matter none of that stuff call it for how you see it even if you disagree call it for how you see it and be willing to listen to someone else that has an opposing view and let's be civil about it We'll work on the change at some point, but right now in the heat of it, we need to know what's going on, you know? So, so that, that's why I say that, that's why I say to you, I don't think you need to worry about how you're helping because this right here, <laughs> yeah, this is exhibit no, A. I, 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 I'm almost trying to speak for like the rest of my brethren, you know? It's okay. Like, okay. Be, because, you know, as a model minority and stuff, like you don't have, you know, especially Asian Americans, like you know that there's stuff against you, but since you can skate by, it's easy to just be like, 
well, fuck it. If I'm not going to get caught, like, you know what I dude, mean? Like, dude, and I was going to ask you that once you got through, I want you to lean into that. Like, I want to, I want to know more about that. Unpack yeah. that a little bit for me. I don't know. I, I, I don't like, know. Like, like you, you, you gave a great example at the summit, which was good. Do you have any, do you have another, at least one other example of like, I bet there's a bunch, man. Okay. Like, it's, it's hard. I get, I, 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 mean, I get that. I mean, I, I bet there's a bunch. I mean, even the, the example I shared earlier about the police at my house, like the cop was saying sorry to me after for even pointing the gun at me, you know, he was like apologetic and stuff like that. And I was so in shock after that. I was like, didn't tell anybody for like a while. Wow. Cause I was just like, I can't believe I got away with that. And so I got out of that like scotch free. I wasn't even doing anything wrong. I was in my house. Right. But we know that there have been black people that have been killed in their own house, in their own house for being in their house. Cause they didn't think the cops didn't think that was their house. Like I got to say, you know what I got to say, Ronnie, look at the photo on the wall. I live here. This is my dog. That's my Xbox. You know, other people don't have that ability and, and opportunity. And so my shock of like, oh, fuck, I got away with that. Well, all right, let's just keep going. Let's just keep moving forward instead of instead of using that as a moment to like um, be fueled to understand the wrongs that are happening to my black friends like and i it's easy to just be like fuck it let's just keep moving forward like let's just see how much else we can get away with like that we're not supposed to you know um here's another thing i i kind of feel is like my friend for everybody listening here ronnie and i basically are co-workers because his his his, his forget his, about uh, that his employer is one of my clients, but the way I like to treat my clients is like, I want to feel like I work there. Like, I want to feel like I am, I'm, I'm in, I'm on your team. Like it's us against the world. Like that's how I like to operate. And so, um, but at the end of the day, I'm still a CEO. Like I'm still, I own my business. I have my own rules. If my clients don't like it, let me go find your competitor and work with them. Like <laughs> eat my balls. You know what I mean? But but so part of that part of that thing that I do is I almost rebelliously dress casual to any and all like business events as much as possible. Like if I can if I can show up to a dressed up thing with some old school vans, I'm doing it. Like if I can show up to a meeting in some blazers, I'm doing it almost on purpose to show that also to myself that like I've created this autonomy in my life, like, and I value that more than the money. Like, mm. you know what I mean? But check it out. Like I, I get to co-opt, I get to co-opt black urban culture in the way I dress to a certain extent and show up to deal like meetings that could be $30,000 for my business because I look like this. And I get to say, I, you know, I, 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 I like, because I look like this because of everything that like comes with looking like you're Asian. So what are the stereotypes for there? Like really good in school, like pretty docile dude, like, 
you know, everything that comes with that. So you see this juxtaposition of like streetwear, urban culture, even the way I talk. I curse in meetings, like fact on purpose, almost like to show you that like I'm here with or without you and I'm going to keep winning. And if you don't want anything to do with this, like say hi to me, me and your co- your competitor in like six months when we're crushing you. And I get to talk like that and and dress like that in work scenarios because of that juxtaposition, because of that privilege that like everything that this that my ethnicities stereotypes come with, you know, like I don't know if my black friends can do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think if I think if my black friends is even back home in California show up to a meeting in a black hoodie, even though it's a Lion King one, like because <laughs> I've done that. I've shown up to meetings yeah, that I've are like, hoodie, yeah. you know, like it, they're 12 month contracts like for the for a big price. Like, you know what I mean? I'm in a Lion King hoodie and some green blazers like there's if my with my some of my black friends go to meetings like that. Are they taking it seriously? Are they listened to? Do they even let them in the building? Because some of these buildings I'm walking into like that. The, the, the big Wells Fargo one here, um, you know, do they let him in? Mm. Like, do they believe that this kid with a black hoodie with an iPad, like, is in there for a big meeting? I don't know. Like, you tell me, like, but that's where I really, like, now that I'm unpacking that, it, it's like, oh, what the hell? I think now we just have to understand, like, where do you really stand and what can you do to help the people that might not have the same advantages as you. Like, mm. you don't have to be in their boat to understand that their boat's fucking sinking, you know? Like, I can see you from here, my dude. Like, there's there's an ocean. There's, like, a big, like, swath of ocean between us. But I can see you're, you're sinking. What can I do from here to, like, support you? Do I send you some, you know? Like, what do I do? Like... But like I guess or, what you're saying, or it's like, I may be closer to the shore to where I can l- alert somebody to come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like because because now if I get to have this hoodie on and talk to people in in, in uh, more powerful positions and be be like almost like tell your story, you know, or like like kind of pass along. Hey, motherfuckers! Like those dudes, like you're saying, like those dudes are sinking. You need to do something about it. You need to do something about it, like, right right now. And I think if there's enough of us that are in the same, like, yelling the same thing, even if they've got their headphones on and they're the lifeguard just, like, not paying attention, you know, man, it'll probably be loud enough, hopefully. Dude, I love how you drew that up. That that, That was solid. But it's tough, man. Like, Can I, can I shout you out, though? Because, dude, the, I, I, don't th- I don't think you realize just how gangster you come into, and I won't say the name of the company, but you come into our business meetings just dressed like you. Again, we are in Birmingham, Alabama, socially, we're at least 30 years behind. So the, the conscience of a lot, a lot of people here still very limited, and they still want to want to 
you know, visually see somebody a certain way and automatically categorize them. So I take all this into account when I was just meeting you for the first time. And yeah, you're right. You, I, I'll never forget. You had them vans on. I was like, what's this dude? And I was like, okay, he got the camera, you know, whatever, you know, then, then that was it. And dude, you came in, you came in with some absolute fire on your feet the next week or a couple of weeks later. And I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> this dude, I got to know who this dude is because he's speaking my language with the sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's not being spoken anywhere else. Yeah. 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 In but, the room, but, yeah. but to echo your point, it's like, you know, as we got to know each other, you, you realize, you know, okay, I'm, I'm more into Jordans than I am sneakers per se. But um, I was sharing with you, like, man, you know what I would give to be able to, like, come in this meeting comfortable, me, with my with my J's and a ball cap on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we loosely kind of, kind of, you know, peel back the layers of this of this society that that takes place. I mean, I'm not saying Birmingham, Alabama is the only place, but what we're dealing with in that, that moment, uh, for me... I'm six foot three, 270 plus pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like as I navigate through these streets every day, one of the, one of the repeated thoughts in my mind is most people are going to see you as an intimidating force. What can you do, Ronnie Gatry, to ease the conscience of people that you're walking the streets with? So, uh, and, and I got to give shout out to my wife because she put me on this stuff and I didn't realize the, the value of it at the time, but, you know, I got to wear fluorescent colors. I got to, you know, I'm a happy person anyway. I got to smile a lot more. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, when I speak, you know, I have to be heard and I have to, have to but still be calm, you know, to a degree. It's so weird, but the vernacular has got to be sharp because if there's an ounce of Ebonics, then here we go with the, he could be threatening. I may have to take this dude out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, why, why, you know, because you, you called me out and that, and, and Josh, this is why, this is why like you're such a valuable friend to me, but you called me out and you were like, dude, you're not comfortable in that stuff up here looking like Carlton Banks. That's not you. Well, another friend that. of ours said that allegedly, uh, but it's cool. I wouldn't trip it off of it. I wouldn't trip it off of it. Yeah. But once you, once we got to, once we started to get to know each other, you could sense where my heart was and like where my passions were. And you knew that what you were seeing in the workplace wasn't me, especially when you start to realize like, I may not be as current, but I still vibe a little bit, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, you're you're old, but, but you're not that old. Yeah. Thank you. But but again, I think I think the secret sauce into this is taking the time, being intentional, having the conversation, learning about the person. And, and accepting the fact that it's okay that we can be different. Like, we can still coexist. <laughs> In trying to just bridge the gap between you and, like, the base-loving playing field of everybody else, you've already, like, say zero to 100. You were at minus 20. You had to get up 20 points just to play the game, just right? Just to get started, yep. Just to mm -hmm. get started, just to be taken seriously. Imagine if we were all... So so basically what you're telling me is like you're held to a, to a higher standard, right? Imagine if everybody was on this zero playing field. Everybody was at zero. Everybody was at zero. And you're working just as hard as to just be taken seriously... And you already add that 20 points that you're already putting on. Like, how much farther ahead could you really get? Like, 
how much of these motherfuckers are you really beating out because of the effort that you have to even put in just to be taken seriously. So right. like to me, it's like for anybody that does actually like that wants everything to stay the same, wants everything to, you know, or is actually even like not believing that there is even a problem. They don't see color, which I want to get into because I don't think that is the goal. Like after like my, 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 my thoughts this, this last week, if you really believe that everything should stay the same, there hasn't been a problem. Um, all that shit. I'm not going to get into the, the anyways, like, you also have to let go of the belief that you have to let go of that American dream bootstraps myth then. You can't have both is all I'm saying. I, I think it's so, like to me, if, if, if you believe everything's okay and you believe that there's no racism problem, that these cops are just doing what they, they doing the right thing, you know, that there is no... Uh, uh, economic wealth gap between blacks and whites and brown people and immigrants and all that stuff. If you don't believe all that stuff, you, whatever, you can have that. But once you start saying that, you know, oh, you just got to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. You just got to like work hard. You just got to go to school. You just got to go get that job. Or you know what? Start your own business. Like if you're not happy, like you can't have both. Like mm -hmm. you can't because then it's, it's fundamentally not true because the way things are right now is Ronnie, Ronnie starts at minus 25, minus 50 sometimes, like depending on where we live, I'm at minus 15, minus 10. And that's that, that's how it works. Like, so if you like that more power to you, but you can't have the second thing. You mm -hmm. can't also believe that. If we put it, if you and I put in the same effort as person X, that we're all going to end up at the same point. It's a myth. It's a myth. Like it's, so to me, you have, you can have one or the other. You can't have both and pick one. And that's okay with me. Like I'll respect you. Like if I'll respect you. Yeah. Like the next, the, the next person that comes in and says all the first shit, like everything's great, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like I can't believe all this stuff. And then they disregard the the myth. I'm shaking their hand. Whatever. Like, at least you know. <laughs> at least, at least you you're know real you, about it. Yeah. At least you yeah. know. But you can't have both. Is there any part of you right now that like wants all your white friends to explicitly state where they stand? Yes. Yes. Because it it would confirm so much for me because that there are people that I communicate with that I know at the end of the day are going to turn their back on me if it comes down to it. So it's like surface level. Oh yeah. Ronnie's cool. We'll go have lunch. We may even go play golf or something like that. But at the end of the day, <laughs> if they're putting that situation, I know it's going to be Ronnie who, you know what I'm saying? I know that. And for me right now with things the way they are, it would comfort me to know if that person, if that person's thoughts would align with that, whether it's good or bad. 
I would respect that person so much and it would do so much for me just to know where you stood on that. So yeah, to answer your question, absolutely. And I don't, I don't want to find out through silence. I don't want to find mm. out that way. Be, be an adult and speak up and say either A, I support the actions of the law enforcement officials in Minnesota in that situation, or B, I do not support that. And I know there's more to this story than what certain people think. Give me one of those two. I'm going to respect both if you come forward with it. To me, if you haven't said anything, I'm disappointed. Like, if, because this isn't the time I don't think to, oh, well, they know how I feel. No, 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 no. This is not the time for that, my dudes. No, no. I think this is the time to make it explicit where you stand. And it's not because of some race war. I don't want that. No, it's so that we can have a conversation either way. Because... One, again, if this is a meritocracy, because that's my thing. If you really believe that's what America's about, right? Which a lot of people that believe that a certain thing, that's what they believe. Like, that's part of their belief system. Like, if you really believe that, then be prepared to debate. And if you're not good at debating, get good. You know what I mean? It's that like, simple, yeah. It's Because it's, if, if you get out-debated then you lost. I mean, you don't have to believe it, but just because you're bad at it doesn't mean that you you should not talk and discuss. Because maybe, maybe if you are good, if you're good enough, you might sway me. But, you know what I mean? But like, if you're not even going to entertain the conversation of, if you're not even going to entertain the conversation or like at least put your, your, your thoughts behind it, I'm not even asking for your money towards certain things or you know your energy towards certain things it's like just draw the line like where do you stand because i have to know almost on a moral level you know because as your friend who is does not look like you who doesn't have the same background of wealth as you i need to know where you're at for not even people that look like me but people just in general that do not have the same advantages as you like where are you at on your human score my dude like i almost want to mm. know that because mm. it's not like I, to a certain extent it's like there are people who are disenfranchised on so many different levels like where's your empathy game at like where's your empathy game at do you call yourself especially these people my big thing this last couple months is like especially living here in the south where it's so pronounced the the faith based part of people's lives is so pronounced it's so vocal it's so on the forefront and no matter what your faith is whether you're a christian whether you're a jew buddhist uh, muslim it's all kind of saying a lot of the same stuff and even if you <laughs> i make this joke the other day it's like even if like you don't subscribe to all that but like you just like avatar the last airbender and like you you <laughs> like their their spirituality stuff it's all about the same stuff it's that right. we're all one people going through a lot of the same stuff we're in no position to judge because we don't have the 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 macro sight we're not omni we're not omniscient creatures so we can't judge um it's all the same shit it's all asking for empathy it's all asking for like understanding and so to me it's like if you call yourself a man or woman of faith of spirituality and 
you're still on the side of being quiet and not reaching out to people. And um, and what I'm not saying is like, I didn't call Ronnie. and was like, Hey Ronnie, you're black. Like you feeling all right? Like, because that's different. Like that might be fucked up, like to a certain extent, you know? Yeah. But like, if you're not putting it out there, especially with the mediums that we have of social media, if, if you're not, if you're not, making it clear where you stand if you're not re- if you're not like liking your friends posts of you know especially your black friends posts about the certain topics and like showing support in, in just a small way like get the fuck out of here like yeah you know I, I just need i just need to know because then i need to make some decisions on my own like you know and 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 not even like oh like you're dead to me sort of situation but it's just like who are you as a person? Because also for me, like I have this belief system that if, if I'm taking your energy, like in conversation, right, I'm consuming that I'm taking that energy into my body. Do I want your energy? Mm. Like how much of it do I want? You know, like, because that, that colors my fucking aura and my spectrum, you know, on the inside. Like I have to make that decision. Like not that, not that you're a bad person, but it's just like, I have to make a decision for myself that I might not want as much of your, of your energy in my life. And I think that's fair. I feel like, I, yeah, you know, but, but the, the, the thing, the thing is, Josh, I really wish more people would come to realize None of us had a choice in something as simple as this. None of us had a choice. Like, if you got a problem with being black, go to your God to tell him that. <laughs> but the yeah. out of it, man. I'm just, I'm just here dealing with what I got. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. I hate, like, to, I hate to say this, but if I had, if I had a firmware update where I could switch this to white, man, I would have done that choice. <laughs> I would have done that choice but years it, ago. It's, a, it's like white. It, it's. <laughs> <laughs> we can get it i mean it's the same thing for me uh, with like sexuality and stuff and that's a whole other pod but like sure. why would why would anyone pick the hardest setting on the game like what what <laughs> like this is real stakes why what like i understand in a video game if like you played it through once it was too easy you try no nah, this is my one go bro like i'm trying to get the gold at the end of this fucking rainbow baby like right why would i put the settings at the what it makes no sense it's crazy of of all things as humans that you can find to define me as greater than or less than you pick the one thing i can't control i can't do anything I, I, about this I respect it if you don't like my attitude. I respect that. You got a reason for not liking that. <laughs> I respect if you if you don't respect the uh, the OG bread threes that I wore yesterday. You you not Team Jordan? Okay, you're an Adidas guy. Yeah, I get you're an it. Adidas guy. I respect you, man. But dude, I can't. I, I can't. can't do this yeah you like, can't give do- me a break give me a break for that at least like know that know that i didn't i didn't choose the blue pill <laughs> you know? so anyway that, that's that's just yeah. something that's always been at my heartstrings i'm like man if people would really take time and really take that simple concept 
really just like marinate on that and understand like we didn't choose this. Yeah. I think that could be a start to something good, but exactly. And can I share? And again, I'm not over here just trying to be like, bro, I get it. I get fucking black people. Nah, like I'm not, Josh, I'm not trying good. to do you good, dude. Okay. You like good, but <laughs> say what you got to say, man. <laughs> but this is what I mean about like empathy though. Like, um, and, and again, this is, I'm not nowhere near perfect on this, but this is where I feel like I'm progressing a little bit in understanding that everyone is not at the same like starting point, which could cause different traumas at different points, which could cause like a lot of stressors, which could cause, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, like, I don't know where, what you've been up to. And I understand that something you didn't choose, such as your skin color could cause a lot of fucked up stuff. And so I need to fucking ease off. So I tell, uh, that's my background of the story. The story is about two weeks ago. Ronnie, you know this. I'm a fiend on the highway. Like I am, I am savage. Mad Max on that bitch. Like, and honestly, one of my favorite things about Al- moving to Alabama is there's no fucking rules on the highway around here. Like that to me is the American dream. I love it. Like, cause you know what I'll tell you about Ronnie? This is a funny kind of sidebar. My first car was a, and shout out to my mom. She came correct. Like, um, I had a 2003, 2004, a Honda Civic Hybrid. All right. And my friends used to shit on me for driving mad slow all the time. Come to find out, I was pressing the pedal all the way down. That motherfucker just wouldn't go. Like, it just, like, it just, like, it wouldn't go. And they're like, what, Jared, why are you driving so long? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Like, my shit is, like, down. And I'm, like, going 70, like, 75, like, nothing on the highway. And so when I got a regular car, like, I got, like, a car car, and I drove the same way. I'm like 80, 90, I'm like a 90, 95 on the highway. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened, Josh? I'm like, I have a real car now. Like, I'm like, right, I don't have right. like an electric, uh, <laughs> you know, toy car. Uh, anyway, so I'm a fiend on the highway. I was driving down 280, which is not a, not a freeway, but it's, it's a big, it's it's going. It's a big straightaway. Yeah. Um, and this dude pulled up on me behind me just mad fast and so piece of shit i am <laughs> put the brakes on i put the brakes on because i'm like no nah, you're not doing this to me bro like i'm going for speedway and then um and then i was like oh hell no i'm gonna fuck with this guy so then he zooms past me i didn't see who it was i zoom up ahead behind him try to do my usual shit and then I see in the mirror, like, he's black with, like, with like dreads on and stuff. And I'm not saying I was scared of the guy. It just, like, what really the feeling that hit me was, like, it was so clear. It was just, like, damn, this dude's black in Birmingham, Alabama. Stuff's probably a lot harder than it is for me. He doesn't need this shit from you today. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, oh, dude, this dude might have a gun. Like, cause I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm I'm a psychopath. Like, Ronnie knows I'm a psychopath. Like, I some like my body like melds into the car. Like, I don't give a fuck. I feel invincible. Like, even when he's in the car, I'm driving terribly. Like, dude, I'm bringing the pins next time I ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With my red sports. Like, uh, anyways, 
<laughs> it was it like it like super calmed me down. It like super was like fuck, and it like it sobered me up super hard, and I let him go, and he like drove off. Um, and it, it just made me think. I'm like, I wish more people. I wish I had more of those moments where mm. I didn't want to be right. I genuinely thought of what is this person going through beyond me? Let me chill the fuck out. Like, like this person did something wrong, but they might be doing it. Some, they might be doing something wrong because of something I like that they can't control that I can't control. And I need to understand that. And I need to like be empathetic to that. And instead of being a force, a harsh force in opposition, I need to almost like if they're coming to me, be like a like a net where they can crash into safely, instead of like fighting it. You know, instead just like right. let you yeah. come in soft, slow down. Like let, if I can be something that like can soften your landing, that should be my goal moving forward. And so like I'm putting it out in the universe. Like I want more moments like that. Not where like somebody pulls mm. up on me and I have to be a tough but, person, but like I wish. Yeah. And I think that's what we all need more of. You know, more moments of understanding. Yeah, because it's like or an empathy, really. Yeah, because even bringing it back to like George, the George Floyd thing. If that cop who we find out based on his history, he's probably a psychopath. Um, if if the cops understood like and had that moment. It could have been a very rehabilitative moment where it was like. Hey, man, like. Why do you have this? How did you even get it? Because it's like the sheer fact that you have a fake $20 bill. The big, you know what the real problem is there? Not that that person's using a fake $20 bill. There's two problems, actually. One, somebody made that fake $20 bill. So well, that's yeah. the real problem. Go fucking fix that cop. Right. And also, two, that if somebody had that, that they felt compelled to need that money, like, you know, in that way, like. Why don't you check in there? Yes. You know what I mean? There's no necks get kneeled on if you have that moment in conversation. Because it wasn't a violent yeah. crime he was doing, right? He was No. No one was hurt by his alleged uh, counterfeit 20. So that's what I'm saying. It's like if you have these moments of like empathy and sympathy for each other, man. But, you know, that's utopia, I guess. I know. <laughs> Gee whiz, but it sounds so good and it feels really good. It feels good when it happens. Yeah, yeah. So why don't why don't people do it more? It's so easy. It's it's actually really hard, I take it back. Yeah. You think it's hard? It's hard. People want to be right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like when I you talk it's a, Huh? You do care, care about, about that. Don't lie. Don't lie to me, friend. Certain things. You yeah. Come, you come at you come at you come at Michael Jordan in the nineties Bulls. I, I'm gonna be right on that. That's a whole nother pod. <laughs> I have decided, everybody, that we can't talk basketball with Ronnie anymore. It's not a real hooper. <laughs> it's not a hooper. I can like I put a few shots up back in my heyday. <laughs> yeah, like hook shots from the three point line, maybe <laughs> with your big ass. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's tough, man. I think it's hard. 
I think it's hard. You can, and, you can have me thinking about that now. How right do I really want to be? I think it's human nature, man. I think you think so. I think we want to be right because, because I think I'm no evolutionary person, but I believe in evolution. I want to make that clear, but I I don't know enough about the actual science behind it to speak on it or evolutionary psychology. But I can imagine that it's some sort of uh, manifestation of like showing like your alphaness, you know, like, Mm-hmm. If you're like super smart, like especially now, like intellectualism and like class now is like a big uh, indicator of success instead of like hunting down like a fucking zebra or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, if you're right a lot, if you show you're right a lot, it could mean like, yo, this dude like knows his shit like this, this guy's right. somebody, yeah. but if, if, but to like show like you're wrong. And like, take a step back and let someone else shine. That could be like a, you know, it's like a, a major point of insecurity. I'm sure. Sure. That a lot. We covered a lot for sure. And you know the, I guess the high point is, and I know I've I know I've elaborated on this and focused on this a lot, but dude, just the conversation. Like I, I. I'm not going to say I thought I knew everything about you before this conversation, but I learned new things about you. You learned new things about me. I took you back to my youth or whatever. Yeah. And so, man. and so the, the value is that each of us have grown, you know, yeah. like we're, we're better now than we were before we started this. You know what I'm saying? So like my utopian mindset just applies this theory globally to everyone. And it's like, how great can this place be? But, you know, there's a heaven for a reason, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and for anybody listening to like what I would suggest, if you are looking to start a conversation with somebody on the opposite perspective, come not wanting to be right. Like, mm. like, I think that's the big thing. Like you have to come and not try to be, not try to, debate necessarily to be confrontational i think debate is fine but don't come in confrontationally come in with a sheer like here's my facts here's my experience and what's your experience and like those are the questions you should ask like what's your experience why do you feel this way like and honestly your goal should be to get to know and get to like feel where they're coming from um I think if you come in with the wanting to be right and wanting to win the argument or or anything else besides just trying to understand and feel like you're setting yourself for failure. You're setting yourself up to be defensive and not taking on that person's perspective like and in doing that like you just wasted your time, honestly. And you might have made things worse. And so be careful. I think tread lightly. Like, go in, but know you're not there to do anything else besides just hear. Like, hear and listen. And if you care about that person, empathize with them. There you, you know? go. You know what I mean? Like, just try. But I'm not even saying all that. That's if you care about the person. If you don't really care about the person, at least just hear it out. Like, there's no winners. Like, Because honestly... 
if there is a winner from both from either side, nobody really wins because then mm. it's like because then we're not striving for like a shared a shared goal. You know, right. we have to understand that we're all in the same. I'm saying this shit like I know anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just really mean that. Like we have to understand we're all, we are all trying to get there together. Um, point X Z whatever, and if everyone feels like they have the right answer and come into conversations like that, like nobody's, it's gonna take way longer, dudes. Yeah, it'll take way longer. You know. Yeah, heavy stuff, man. Hey, thanks for the time. Um, same time next week. Yeah, I think that was good. I think that was <laughs> yeah, good. Me too. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. I appreciate oh, it. I forgot, I forgot this was a podcast. Honestly, me too. <laughs> were... Me too. And we, at the time of this, we don't even know what the name of this is. But thanks for listening anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had yeah, some yeah, thoughts if, on the name, but I, I'll share those with you offline because some of those are really racially insensitive. <laughs> it it wouldn't yeah, hold well at this point of the of the recording. <laughs> the major, I mean, honestly, the majority of people that are probably going to hear this are like people in our lives and friends and stuff. True. Um, but so you like, never know. Yeah, you never know. But like, I would invite you to like, if you are ever interested in talking more about this stuff, like, reach out. I'm available. I mean, Ronnie can speak for himself, but no, um, no, I need it. I got ears. You know, like I think it's I think it's definitely worth talking about and. uh the more we can do that, uh, yeah, the better. <laughs>